seven to nine, it works imperfectly. So you get to choose the glitch. I get to choose the effect of the glitch. Weakened, short duration, harm, draws immediate unwelcome attention, or has a problematic side effect. That's actually what I want, is I want the immediate unwelcome attention. Because as you told me that the rabbit is coming from behind us, so the way this is going to work is Enoch's going to immediately turn around and as the magic starts working, he's running towards where the rabbit is coming from. Are you going to try and tangle with the wolf in Hawthorne's body? Feel brave! Hawthorne and I hope you're not too attached to that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm chasing right after him. I'm chasing right after him because that's my body. <laughs> <laughs> Come back here with that. Hey. <laughs> Bring that back here. Grab the rabbit! So, Enoch's illusion does look very much like the rabbit you saw, but almost like more magical. <laughs> okay. You're a fatter rabbit. <laughs> very sparkly, very magical. Even um, Hawthorne and Enoch's body find like your attention keeps getting drawn towards this rabbit and you aren't sure why or how you feel about that. Mm, tasty. <laughs> Trying to eat myself. No! <laughs> Not you! <laughs> so, you run down the halls back the way that you came and you see... Hopper, this is actually your first time seeing this human-sized rabbit looks scared out of its mind and then very confused when it sees another rabbit. Get behind us. <laughs> and the hulking monstrosity and how to manipulate somebody. Get behind okay. the big guy. To convince this rabbit to not just run away to the other direction. All right. I rolled a nine, but what is your charm? Or do we keep our we keep our charm? So mine's a zero, so nine. It's probably fits with the Enoch charm too. <laughs> do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them that you mean it. We're gonna take care of that thing that's chasing you. I mean, I don't know how else to show him. I mean, we're running past him. No, we're not running towards him. We're trying to run past him, so. No weapons out at the moment. As you run towards it, it just kind of like skitters temporarily down the hallway. And then it watches the two of you pass. And then you hear the noise of like its little, its little like feet and claws as it like gets back into the hallway behind you and keeps <laughs> running in the other direction. At the yeah. very least, you're something between it and the wolf. Yeah. Enoch puts two fingers in his mouth and does a whistle. Here, boy! Come here, little buddy. I'm going to protect you. <laughs> no, you big scary man! <laughs> I love you. You just automatically assume that, yes, obviously these, this rabbit talks. Enoch. <laughs> Your acting needs to work on even in my body. <laughs> I mean, die. <laughs> <laughs> what 
what are you going for with this? Are you trying to pretend like you're going against the wolf for prey? No, he's chasing the rabbit towards the wolf. Yeah, I'm chasing him. Like, the, the idea is that the rabbit saw me and turned around and ran back, you know, thinking, like, I'm a bigger threat. Gotcha. And then when we get up there, we'll turn and attack the wolf together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. So as you're running, you see this big hulking wolf slide into the hallway, and it turns to face you, glowing red eyes. Dessert and dinner. Just growls. Would you like to roll anything as this? It's a lot bigger than you expected. Oh, why is it so big? It's not that big. <laughs> Perspective change. Yeah, and then I will summon Enoch's sword. Or weapon. Is it a sword, right? It's a sword? So. The tombstone. <laughs> it's, it's a, a big old oaken right. tombstone that is wrapped on your arm that does three harm. Yes. Close, messy. You, you know what I imagine, though? When I summon the tombstone, because I I don't really know how heavy it is or anything like that, my arm just kind of drops and it slams on the ground. Like, boom, and I just kind of lift it back up, like, ready to fight. Because it's like, I'm not used to it. Oh, well, heavier than I thought. Oh, yeah, I should have warned you. That thing is really heavy. Yeah. Let's crush this thing. Come here, wolf. It's just staring at you. I'm gonna charge it. I'm staring at the rabbit. Enoch, guys, is a rabbit, just turns around, does a little shake with his little puffy tail, just, you know you wanna eat me, come, wait, why does the trickster wanna eat me? <laughs> um, Cause he's hungry. I pat the bunny and I said, you stay behind me. If the wolf wants you, it has to get through me. Enoch remembers about working on his acting. He just nods up and down. You know, I need to think of the magic to use. Um, um. So, Alaric, roll to kick some asses. You attempt to pulverize this wolf, who I will say, when you heard the voice, its mouth didn't move. This wolf was just staring at you. Oh, oh boy. It's just staring at me? Its mouth's not moving? Before you attack, can I get both of you to roll to act under pressure? Act under pressure. Uh, that's gonna be an eight. Wow, same. This <laughs> outcome, hard choice, and price to pay. Hmm. Does this thing strike fear into your heart? This just makes quiet. Wait, is this a grim? Big bad wolf. I just love the constant consternation I get whenever I tell you what one of these things is. I I, I was thinking, no, she she's not going. Yes, she is. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> Your hard choice is going to be take minus one forward until you land a hit on this thing, or you unable to attack it when it's looking at you. I'll take the minus one forward easily. Okay. Gonna huff and puff and blow your house down. I'll do the minus one forward. Okay. Until you land a hit. Alright. Alright, I'm going to charge charge forward with the tombstone and just try to slam it into this wolf. Yeah. Like a shield bash kind of thing. Alright, kick some ass. 
That is going to be plus yours. That is going to be exactly 12. Right? Because yours is plus three, right? Yep. And that does three harm. Yeah, minus one would be 12, because I would have got a 13. Holy shit. Alrighty then. Hold all the advantage, suffer no harm, inflict double harm, or drive them away. I'm going to double the harm. So six, slam it into this thing with this thing. You slam into its ribs and they crunch and crack and it, just, it doesn't feel right. Roll plus sharp. As I say, it feels... Uh, seven. This is a creature that is mostly made of story and magic. It may once have been a normal wolf, but it has long since changed. And there might be stories of creatures like this, but they haven't been seen in the wild or in the world in a long time. So it's shouldn't be here. Something's off with this thing. Check it. See if you understand what kind of magic it's made from. It, it, it doesn't feel totally like a real wolf. Alright, let me investigate a mystery then. Also, I believe... It can do. It does harm to me as well because I I did not avoid harm. So as you're saying, I just sinks its teeth into your arm for two harm. Enoch, anything? Any defenses against harm? Enoch, you got armor. Yes, I do actually. How much armor? Yeah, sadly it's not. It's just a plus one. It's just a plus one armor. So then one harm, right? Yeah, and this thing has its teeth sunk into your arm, which. Ow. Her arm is now very large. How did it get its jaw around your arm? It's almost yeah. like it got bigger. That's fine. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Oh, this is not good. I would like to investigate a mystery to see exactly what's the deal with the magic of this thing. This wolf ain't normal. Go for it. You got this. Oh boy, that was a four. Plus, you're weird, right? Oh wait, yeah, so, you're right. Investigating mystery is sharp. Oh no. Okay, it is sharp. Darn it! I was thinking magic. Ah, that's a four. Did the big bad wolf is just terrifying me? The more you look at this, the more like this is a creature of your nightmares. It has done harm to. You you except for it's not you it's doing harm to Enoch and you're a Hawthorne and you're starting to lose your grip on a lot of things and you are afraid Hawthorne I mean Enoch snap out of it dispel this thing how do I do that as I'm like hold this thing with his biting on my arm (laughs) page 32 Enoch's just frantically going through the Hawthorne's book, just 32, 32, 32, 32, 32, 32. He, he passes by 32, gets to like 60. Damn it, I passed it! <laughs> and all I can think is, I wish I was back in my body. <sighs> Do you want to hit it again? Yeah, I'll try to hit it again. All right. I'm not minus one now. Woohoo! So. That will be a 10. 
Not as high as my last one. <laughs> Gain the advantage. An additional harm, suffer less harm. Where you force them where you want them. I'm going to force them where I want them. And I want them pinned against the wall to buy Hawthorne time to, or, you know, that Hawthorne time to, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm turning into Enoch, not just my character, shit. Uh, <laughs> to to get Enoch time to cast the spell as, as myself, so. I'm you, you're me, and we're we, which makes us. <laughs> me. Are you just basically like slamming it and using the arm that it's currently bid onto? Yeah, like the pinned against the wall. So like it can't even let its jaw go. Like its jaw's stuck in my arm, but it's like pinned against the wall. And I'm sure it bites down harder trying to get me to let go, right? Yeah. So another two harm, return to one. Uh, this one it actually, like as it bites down and it's glaring at you, I need you to roll me uh, act under pressure. Much better. It's staring in your eyes. Double fives. Second time tonight, double fives. Okay, in that case, it only does one harm. All right, and I marked it. Otherwise, um... Would have been bad. Yeah, it would have bit down harder. Okay. There's just something about the way it's staring at you. Yeah. As I'm looking in its eyes, I just kind of yell over my shoulder, page 32! Come on! Why are there so many pages? You want to investigate a mystery now that you got a good chance to look at this thing? Yeah, while he's looking for the page. <laughs> yeah, see if you can figure out more about it. Let's see here. Nope. <laughs> I rolled a four plus one, so five. Still no. Man, we are not rolling. You know, for a game about investigating mysteries tonight, we have not very done too well with investigating the mystery. This wolf does not want us to know what it is. It All right. doesn't. It just wants you to be afraid because Hawthorne or Enoch, as you're staring at it, you start to lose grip of who you are. You're starting to become afraid and it sinks its teeth deeper for an additional two harm ignoring armor. No, that's it. Must dispel. Would you like to roll to banish? Yes. Roll to use magic. And oh I will boy. give you... Did we have Hawthorne actually did you roll to help out? I mean, I was yelling the page. Yeah. I'm not help. I, I feel finally the redemption. Why is it every time when investigating or anything related to trying to figure out what's going on, I roll a three or four. But for this, I roll a ten. All right. Let's see here. I rolled a ten plus. It's, it's plus your cool. So ten for help out. Oh, cool. I started saying the words to the spell, you know, like, at, repeat these words. <laughs> Don't worry, I've done a lot. I've done this a lot. Start reciting and then Enoch recites along with you. And what does it look like? And what does it feel like for Enoch as the spell takes place? Because I imagine it's a bit bigger than just causing an illusion. You are banishing a whole creature. For me, when, the, when I would say what it would happen is the magic around the creature begins to swirl and the, it begins to glow as if my magic's pulling it back to where it's supposed to be. And if Enoch wants to add any flavor to that since, feel free. So, it, I just imagine like 
Eoc fires, like, listen, here's the words, and it says, Klaatu Barada Dicto. What the f? <laughs> Klaatu Barada Dicto! <laughs> and just the room erupts in a swirl of purple, pink energy, and it's like a tornado that wraps around the wolf and Enoch's arm, and Enoch's just, oh, my beautiful forearm. And it's just, I imagine it just keeps swirling around the body until it's wrapped all around this wolf's all around it, encompassing it. It, just, it feels like the wolf is smiling as it vanishes back to where it came from, and you are still in the wrong bodies. We gotta find that bunny. Yep. Make sure it's safe. Can you heal me a little bit? I need a little bit of healing if possible. Yes, let me... can get the puncture wounds in the arm. Yeah, it, exactly. Like, Enoch just, like, rips some of Hawthorne's shirt. Page 15. No, 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 stop. Page 15. Don't rip my clothes. <laughs> but... Also, high or low for oh. Hawthorne? Hi. Whatever this creature is, looks like left part of its tooth embedded in the arm. Pull the tooth out. Look at it. Can I investigate a mystery while he's well? Go ahead and see if you can heal me first, if you want. If you want to do, you don't have to. I'm asking for it. <laughs> yes. Enoch is surprisingly good at magic. I mean, he is a magical person himself, and you've lived forever. Maybe you've encountered many wizards. That's an eleven. There are no longer has holes in it. All right. Enoch just looks at you at Hawthorne and goes, "I can do magic. I just don't like doing it." I'd rather punch things. <laughs> well, I can see why? It's very useful when you're this big. So investigating a mystery on the tooth. Yes. See if maybe that can give us some, some you know, idea. Maybe there's some magical essence left on the tooth as well. Ooh. If you want to take a look. I got eight. Sharp is plus one, so nine. Hey, I didn't fail investigating mystery roll. Hooray! So what is your question? What sort of creature is this? Like, what is this tooth? Like, you know, like, can I tell from this tooth based on when I slammed into it what it is? It was literally a creature of nightmares. Feeds on the fear in one of the popular kid stories that people use to scare the kids into behaving was a tale of the big bad wolf. This manifestation has been seen in a long time, but with all the weird things that are happening and the fact that like, ancient Irish trickster spirit woke up, we have the first incarnation of the big bad wolf. There's something going on here. You What you said earlier about things being connected to something bigger, I think you're right. This seems to be a spirit from like a children's tale from long ago and it's like a, a creature of nightmares I'm wondering if we actually banished it so uh, let's see here da, da, da. what can hurt it so a creature like this feeds on fear primarily so starving it from the fear separating it from what it was feeding on like you imagine it got a lot of fear from chasing the rabbit around for goodness knows how long mm -hmm. 
So, um, just stealing it away from sources of food, it, you could probably never get rid of it completely, but you can make it not a threat anymore. And I'll relay that to you as well. Enoch Hawthorne. Okay, this is making a lot of sense. So, essentially, that thing was feeding. But what it was doing was instilling great amount of fear in our lovable little rabbit. It never planned to kill it. It just planned to chase it forever. Yes. Now, here's my only question. Where is our trickster in all of this? I don't know. That's where I think we need to be worried, Mr. Hawthorne. Yeah. See if you can use the magic sight to see what's... if if this thing is hidden here somewhere. Yeah, I'm very becoming very partial to this third eye you have. Would that be investigate a mystery? Yeah, investigate a mystery would give you um, a question. And while he's doing that, I'm going to be touching the ceiling, the walls, to see how sturdy they are. I'm trying to figure out a, a way out of here. I'd like to read a bad situation to see if I can. Yeah, go for <laughs> it. It's not. It's not a ten, but at least it's a seven. That gives me one question. Mm-hmm. You succeeded, so you get the the magic question as well. Uh, yes. Whenever you succeed, you may uh, may ask what magic was done here as a free extra question. Oh, that's big. Yeah. So what is your non-magical question, Enoch? Okay. Oh, God. So we have a basic idea of what was it going to do. Do you? We think we do. (laughs) You can also adjust the phrasing of the question if you want. Oh. They could have had a goal before y'all showed up. That's actually was what I wanted to word it to. What was its end goal? If you hadn't shown up, that wolf could have kept chasing the rabbit, which I will say, it slowly comes up and you could see it as it's just huddling next to you, looking scared and kind of tired, just hunkers down. It's definitely magical. It's okay, little bunny. Pat it on its head. Oh, God. It, it, it leans into the ear scratches, so... Yeah. Um, you interrupted it. You posed a potential end to it, so that might have been why shenanigans happened. And as for the magic, I love. Let's go with hi. As you're looking at the magic, you see the magic left by the creature, the magic left by the spells that you've done, magic that is yourself. Whoa. Somewhere mixed in there, you catch just the faintest whiff of a very old magic. It's kind of magic that exists across all worlds, but it's rare and it's old because it can be very dangerous. Chaos. Oh boy. It's not active, but there's like it's like a f- the remains of it. 
for Enoch, he looks at this, he just, he's, I think for him, he's, instead of saying like old, he's just like, it's like some kind of old primordial magic. It's chaos. Mr. Hawthorne, do you think we should, is this something we should report to your magic council? Yes, once we get out of here, I will report it if I can get back to my body. Now, in all seriousness aside, it's all my complaining, but we need to make also a very big decision here, Mr. Hawthorne. Because I think when this information comes out, Mrs. Stack's organization is going to make things hard for your magic council. What? We need to decide how much information do we reveal to her. She's our friend, I know, but their organization, can we truly trust them? I mean, I don't even trust my own organization, but when it comes to magic, I do trust their, their knowledge and their skills. The Council of the Wizards are generally very, very attuned to taking care of magical problems because, again, we don't want the world to know about magic. Also, I will clarify, they were not, the, the count, head council guys were not the ones sticking you over. It was like lower level middle management people. And Enoch goes, see, Mr. Hawthorne, that's why I trust you and I trust your judgment. And that's why I could trust the magic council. All seriousness here. Mrs. Stax, I consider her a friend, but that organization, I don't know if we can trust it and... This seems it's going to be getting very heavy. Yes, I mean, Mrs. Stax is good people, but I can't speak for the rest of her organization, so for now, perhaps we keep the information to a minimum on this until we get a better understanding of her people as well. This is why I consider you a true friend, because I'm on the same page. Okay, we will... Tell her only so much. For my read a bad situation, as, I, as we're doing this talking, I'm like tapping on the walls. I rolled an 11 plus one is 12. Whoa, I didn't know that. So you can ask any question you want. Okay. About the situation, not just the listed ones. So the first question is, how do we get out of here? As you're tapping, you have another memory pop up in your head and you remember you and Enoch coming down into the tunnels? Mm-hmm. You wandered around for a bit, and things went blank, and then you woke up, and woke up in the same room that whatever happened, happened. So you can remember how to get back to the entrance that you used. I think I know the way out. My other question is, how do I fix this? Me and him. <laughs> is there magic that he could, that I could have my body cast? This feels like something that was done with the use of an item, very powerful relic. If you can find it, then you'll be able to figure out how to get back where you're supposed to be. All right. I think I remember an item being used on us. If we could find that item, perhaps we can reverse this. And you could be you and I could be me again. You remembered a coin flipping through the air before you lost consciousness. Some type of coin, perhaps. 
it's a little fuzzy. We should go back to where we came in and see if there's any signs there. I know, like you said, I can remember how to get back to where we came in. And there we can figure out where the coin is. Yeah, and you can also remember how to get back to the room you woke up in, which is where the weird stuff happened. Also, see, like, <laughs> the rabbit is pressing very close to your side. It is very soft and fluffy. <laughs> it is also person-sized. I looked down at it. <laughs> Since I'm much bigger than normal person size at this moment, I go, you don't happen to know where the coin is, do you? High or low? I'm going to roll on my end as well. Low. I'll roll low. Shakes his head. Eh, worth a shot. You knock off with sharp. Oh boy. Oh boy. Sharp, 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 sharp. Four. God, so close to leveling up. You don't notice anything. Oh boy. I still have one more question, right? Yeah. I say, what is the best way to find this coin? So what is the best way to protect the victim? What is the best way to find this this artifact? Look to your left. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> go back to the room where you last saw it. Yeah. Let's go back to the room where we where we went down. See if we can find any signs of it or find it. Also, you're not gonna you gonna go for your notebook again? Oh. Do you can get the notebook back? Yes. This is very important. Roll to act under pressure as you're walking. Picture you're like all walking side by side. Oh boy, that's a six. I feel you rummaging in the bag and I just go, just take your notebook and send your love letter. You see your own face just turn red and he's just, first of all, I'm not doing that. And how much do you know? Never mind, we don't have time for that. I may be in your body, but I'm a wizard. I know all. <laughs> oh, God, then he knows that, then you know that I was the one who took the last donut last week. This is besides the point, but... I've already forgiven you for the donut. <laughs> yes, but no, it. I need to ask her a serious question. This isn't for just for fawning purposes. This is actually very important. You don't have to explain yourself to me. Take your book. Does the fact that he sounds like he's expecting response just go soaring over your head? Oh, no. I just realized I did that. It does not go over my head, but I'm just playing like I don't know. So that's why I just like, take your book and do your thing. So, but now I'm like, hmm, I was right. There was something being concealed. So, Enoch, what do you say? Be careful. There's something very old and ancient out there. I actually don't know who to trust now. I need your help. If you don't care, I'm like over your shoulder. You can trust me. Amber <laughs> <laughs> just looks up at you and goes, I'm not talking about you, Mr. Hawthorne. I'm talking about the organization. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not included in that. Well, that's a little mean. I mean, I feel like I should be included. I mean, we're friends. <laughs> Enoch looks up and goes, my companion, Mr. Hawthorne, he can be trusted. Thank you. And Mrs. Stax <laughs> as well. 
debatable. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I trust Mrs. Stag. This is gonna be so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I kid, I kid. She's trustable. <laughs> but Enoch's just like, but no, the only two I trust is you and Mrs. Stacks. Even though you give your voucher for the magic organization, I would like us to have someone else out there that's looking out for us. I will tell you, Mr. Hawthorne, and I'll allow you you to be the one to reveal the Mrs. Stacks or not. I trust her. And my heart moves for her, Mr. Hawthorne. But as I consider you like a brother to me, we've been together for a very long time. Too long. Too long, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) But I trust your judgment. If you wish to reveal what I've told you to Mrs. Stacks, do so. Your business is your business. But for now, I want to ensure I can protect us and that I have a way for us to seek safety. Okay, but I wouldn't tell Miss Stacks your business. This journal, that's on you to tell when you're ready. Enoch nods, but he goes, I appreciate that. So you go back to the room where everything started. Looking around. Roll plus sharp, see if you find it. Okay. Eight. That's a twelve. Yay! <laughs> Finally, not a three, four. Very nice. So, as you're walking it, Enoch, even though it is you in Hawthorne's body, Hawthorne still has like an innate sensitivity to magic, which is you're kind of experiencing. So as you walk in like your eyes immediately go to the spot in the floor as Hawthorne goes to methodically start searching on the other side of the room. It'd be a lot easier if I could detect magic. No wonder you're always able to find me. I am calling shenanigans in all of our hide-and-seek contests. (laughs) And you take the coin, you just spin it. Wait, wait, don't spin it yet. Do you spin it or do you wait? Of course he's gonna wait. Okay. I take the tooth that I've been holding onto and I stick it in Hawthor's hand just so I can investigate this later. Hold that for me for a minute and then go ahead and spin it. Put the turtle back in the pocket. Mm-hmm. He puts it, he puts it in Hawthorne's pocket. Yeah, I turn around so you can put it in the pocket. There we go. As you spin for a couple seconds, it feels like nothing is happening, and then you both wake up on the floor, back in your bodies. Uh, back to being me. Yeah. So much better. Oh, there's <laughs> my very beautiful voice. I've missed it so much. Uh, I missed my voice as well, friend. <laughs> Mr. Hawthorne, it's good to see you. I mean, we've been seeing each other all day, but it's better to see you in this form. I can open doors normally now. I mean, it's good to see you as you. And honestly, how you can handle seeing all that magic. Yes, it takes a lot getting used to. Lots of headaches when you're first studying. You know, because you sit up, you realize the rabbit is very close to you and it's looking at you slightly concerned. 
Enoch looks at the rabbit, gently just gives it a little, some ear scratches. Leans into those, its little nose, doing a little hacking giggle. Hey, you're my new friend. I will make sure you're protected as well. Mr. Hawthorne. Yes. Do you know any areas where magical beings, creatures can be safe? You could text the person who put you onto this job. Yeah, is it somebody within the court? It's up to you. Who told you about this job? I would think it would be somebody in the court that I do trust. There's like different departments and there are some that are kind of similar to what Miss Stacks does, but generally related to specifically magical things and like magical beings, like something like this kind of situation. Yeah. Someone that may that you've been friends with for a while, they like they heard about what happened. They're like, hey, do you, do you want a job? <laughs> yeah. I got a job for you to help them like get some of that reputation back in case anyone else tries to try anything. Also, I know you need out of there. Yeah. So like when they when when they do that, I'll text like, hey, just so you know, uh, we found the the bunny that was being hunted. We dealt with the creature. Where can we protect this bunny at, kind of thing. Gives you directions to like a nature reserve animal rehabilitation clinic <laughs> that is a front for effort to protect endangered magical creatures. I like that. <laughs> There's an animal reserve nearby, but it's for magical creatures. It's just, it's a front so we can protect creatures like this. So we can bring him there. Or it, they. We'll call him friend. Friend, yeah. we have a place for you to be safe. This little happy wiggle also just had a really funny image of a rabbit sticking its head out of the back of your car, Hawthorne, as Enoch rides on top. <laughs> yes, this is, this is how this should be. A giant humanoid <laughs> rabbit. Human-sized rabbit. And you don't have to sitting on top of your car. This is going to be one interesting ride. Yeah. I do think, as we're leaving the tunnels to go up, I kind of look at the tooth and I go, I might be able to use this against who brought it here. Be part of the ritual. There's the spell, summon a monster into this world. If I could summon a monster of fear against our person that's been doing this, then that's... Pit fear against chaos. Yeah. Fear against the counter. That'd be like law. Everything just being law. Like afraid of everything just being perfectly <laughs> in order. That would be so weird. I'm actually really excited for that. Yes. I'm going to use this against our enemy. <laughs> You know, you, you know, wizards always have like a little pouch full of like magical things that they use for spellcasting right in there so I can bring it out later. And then I climb up to get out wherever they went. You climb up this sewage pipe, which um, we'll just hand wave how Enoch gets out. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just, you're just on the street and there's a park nearby. You see a bunch of kids doing an Easter egg hunt. And like with how no one can, most people don't really see Enoch, most people don't see the giant rabbit fall into your car. Jesus. I'm looking around going, I gotta get a new line of work. 
after you drive off and get the rabbit to safety, what do you do? As we drop the rabbit off and we're leaving, I turn to you. Actually, I stick my head out the window because you're on top of the car, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Olive Garden? Sounds good. We, we still got to work on your, your skills, your dating skills, so let's, let's <laughs> go eat. I love how everyone is just super supportive of him wanting to date that trickster that bamboozled y'all <laughs> at Christmas. Who am I to judge love, all right? Who am I to judge love? <laughs> this, that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're like, I'm going to use this to destroy you all. <laughs> no. Nah, not that. Yeah, yeah, all right. So, Enoch, you do eventually get a message back from her. She doesn't always respond immediately, and her responses are only visible to you, because so far you're the only one that she wants to be able to read it. Yeah, I'm aware of some of the bigger picture things, and there's still pieces moving around. I should be able to tell you more soon. I just need you to trust me for a little longer. Things are moving quickly, and I'm, I'm glad you're not alone. I'm glad he was able to um, help your friend out of his jam. I wasn't able to help Mrs. Stacks, but and her organization's trying to do something good with those tests. Be careful. Try and help her I can. He not reads that over and over. He just puts down, I trust you. And puts the notebook in a very safe place. Your pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your pocket. What questions have you asked her? Or have you? So Enoch's actually just been curious. He's actually been just been asking about her. He wants to learn more about her, her history and all that. And he's told her secrets. And he told her the truth about why he refuses to use magic. It's actually a, a trauma reason. When he used to use magic, he was viewed as a god in a, in a tower that was called Babylon. And at one point, the tower fell, and Enoch blamed himself, and so he swore he would never use magic ever again. But you broke that promise. as Hawthorne. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. No, no, right? He's in my body. <laughs> she just responds to that story with one sentence, and it's... was not your fault. It's been a very long time since Enoch has not felt guilt. And in a very long time, Enoch actually sleeps with a very big smile on his face. And while you're sleeping, Hawthorne is working hard at figuring out how to summon this nightmarish creature. Bags <laughs> <laughs> under his eyes. Gotta figure this out. <laughs> this has been the Fool's Hunt. You have been listening to Pseudonym Solo Adventures Holiday Brigade, a holiday-themed Monster of the Week adventure featuring Brian from Dungeons & Pop, Morgan from Mind Flayed Mondays, and Jess from Ballad of the Seven Dice. I have been your DM and producer, and if you enjoy this, feel free to check out our other shows over at Pseudonym Social. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and follow us on Twitter at pseudonymsocial. Stay tuned next time to see what happens to the Holiday Brigade. <laughs>